0: This is Saturday Morning
1: Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning Mysteries, where we are your hosts. I'm Grace.
1: And I'm Alexis.
0: And we are back for our second Jabber Jaw episode. Uh, This will be Alexis's first. Uh Jabberja Jab episode. Um I mean if it's anything like the first, we're we're doing things. We're going places, we're meeting people,
1: we're swimming around. If it's anything like the first, I'm going to need to silently stare out the window for 30 minutes after <laughs> I finish recapping this episode. Good,
0: good, Wondering good, Wondering about okay. the meaning
1: of life and what does <laughs> and doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of the universe.
0: Not a lot, Ugh. frankly. Not, Not a lot. Not
1: a lot, as the show proves. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Well, um, I'm excited for your episode, for your wild Me speculation too. that you hinted at last week. Yes. Yeah. Um, Take
1: it away. Yeah, thank you. Will do. And uh, for those who maybe didn't see last week's episode, I first recommend going back, taking a listen on any podcast platform, exactly, or watching on YouTube because, look... You need a lot of context for this show. And to be fair, the first episode did not give us context for what we were getting into. But at no. least, like in terms of our retelling of the show, like you got to go back, you got to hear Grace describe these characters because we're not going to yeah. rehash that this week or ever no, again. It's just too, much. It's too, it's too much. much. it's too much. But Anyways, if you did watch it, then you heard me say a little theory, perhaps, uh, that I'm building about the Neptunes, the main characters of the show, Jabberjaw, that I think perhaps, maybe, just maybe, they may be alien creatures from another (laughs) world. Okay, and Jabberjaw likewise is, or and or that's why he like doesn't want to eat them because he's like, oh, those aren't humans. Ew, they're not tasty mm. anyway.
0: And why so it's not everyone in this undersea world is an alien. Just the four humans, maybe. JJ. Yeah,
1: maybe also Jabberjaw. That's it. Yeah, no one. Okay. I'm not saying that this show actually takes place on some alien planet that's actually yeah. all underwater. It's on okay. Earth, but the okay. Neptunes are from space. Okay, and they landed Keep in the, the ocean. That's my theory. Okay.
0: I just mm-hmm. wanted to check. Um, yep. I do think a future episode will that I have will shed some light on at least Jabberjaw's origin story. But Oh
1: good. Okay. The okay. Humans, well, I'm excited. I've no humans, fucking idea. Yeah, they're the B characters like we don't get backstory for them. <laughs> That's
0: not this a, Jabberjaw is Jabberjaw the show. The Neptunes. It's yeah, called exactly. Jabberjaw
1: right he's the one we care about so we're gonna like paint a background story for them Beautiful. but the reason away. why i will and the very first brush stroke we're gonna do here <laughs> it's, ex- it's exactly why i have this theory because okay. today's adventure this is from episode two the second episode of jabber oh, also it's like yeah i'll just follow you up with episode two today's adventure begins in the spaceship of an alien being from far far away what a straight-up spaceship. We see it, you know, flying through space, past the stars, all of this, twinkling in the night sky. A straight-up okay. spaceship.
0: Okay. And the,
1: the... So, going that's there. why I think something has to do with aliens in this show. Call me crazy, but I, I mean, think.
0: <laughs> the fact that aliens exist in this show, your theory has a strong start, I thought.
1: Yeah, so we'll see, but there's more.
0: But wait, okay. there's, there's more. There's more.
1: So... Inside of this spaceship, we see the captain, who is the evil Commander Domax, a green beetle-looking alien who is surrounded by a crew of mantis-looking alien henchmen. So like praying mantis-looking aliens. They're like anthropomorphized mantises, manti. And... By the way, I would say too. I'm not sure if you remember or are familiar with the show Space Ghost or like Space Ghost Coast to uh-uh. Coast. It was on Cartoon Network when we were younger. And well, so the original Space Ghost was a 1960s Hanna Barbera character or, um, oh. uh, show and character. Oh, and they literally the main villain in that show is literally the exact animation as these henchmen. Like they I just saw used it.
0: The exact same, they cell animation, the exact same cast animation. It animation.
1: Exact same. They just maybe changed his color a little bit because oh I was God. watching it. now was like, is that Zorak from Space Ghost?
0: Holy shit! Okay, we love the laziness.
1: We love it. We love the laziness as we talked about last week. This show just poaches off of literally everything else that was popular at the they time. They had
0: to get the famous musicians. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to animate a new Bug Alien. Okay. <laughs> Mm -hmm. The musicians are on a tight turnaround. They have to record at least 16 songs. It's busy busy business.
1: Exactly. They're like, this isn't the animation business. This is the music business. And we're just drawing
0: (laughs) cartoons to
1: go with music. We don't care about that. Just use Zorak from Space Ghost. What do you have on hand? Yeah. He was an alien, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he is now. But yeah, it's hilarious because Space Ghost came out 10 years before this. So they were literally (laughs) just like,
0: luck and yeah, copy and paste back to the files so yes
1: anyways so this commander domax he announces his mission and goals to his henchmen as he's steering his ship towards planet earth and it is a very simple and pretty stereotypical and cliche alien mission invade the entire planet and colonize the human race why okay. we don't know what he wants to do after colonizing us couldn't tell you but he wants to do it and that's all, all that right. matters true that's so, you know
0: average tuesday for an alien exactly
1: exactly so Domax, he then hops on like a little video chat pretty much with uh the aliens secret earth contact.
0: Oh. A, yes.
1: Yes, a mysterious shadowy figure who's essentially laid the groundwork for Domax's overall invasion plan. So he's got a man on the inside.
0: Wow. In the
1: earth okay. contact. Yeah, this is deep shit. This is like some deep state shit going on here. I
0: know, damn
1: so the earth contact informs domax that tonight at 8 p.m. because even alien invaders run on a tight schedule
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: got to send a scout ship an alien scout ship over the local fairgrounds of a town called hydrostan okay. um again hydro just add hydro aqua add whatever to water something terms. and boom exactly and uh, so, yes, yeah, send the scout ship over the fairgrounds and hydrostand, hydrostand, and then they will be able to pick up Domax and his ship will be able to pick up an earth identification device, which is essentially like a little box that each ship has that allows them, it, you know, that allows them to get in and out of the cities. Or gives them access oh. to the city, so it, like Ooh, IDs, okay. who's in the ship. So well, okay, that's kind of a cool situation. E- exactly, a cute, cool little futuristic concept. That on well, whatever this show has a lot of issues, but
0: I, and, my immediate thought and question is like, okay, so yeah, like forged passports and stuff, like yeah are these praying mantis creatures just gonna like stand at customs like exactly acting like they're the human exactly <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like
1: they flash the box showing that they have it and like the guards look at them like you're absolutely an alien though.
0: yeah because also i feel like maybe we didn't emphasize this during my episode but like Jabberjaw is the only creature interacting mm-hmm. with humans.
1: Yeah, like, everyone else is a human.
0: Yeah, human or like robot. Yeah, entity. But there's no like multiple animals running around. It's like just Jabberjaw, and every other animal is a normal animal. Yeah. So that's why the showing up of giant yeah. bugs is would not be subtle. concerning.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, much like Scooby Doo, where you have this dog who can kind of talk yes. and can communicate with animals in this world of or with humans. In this world That's of like it. only regular exactly like yeah. that is Jabberjaw except he's yes. more annoying, so <laughs> yeah. So you know the secret Earth agent contact whatever he's rolling through this plan or you know running Domax through this plan and Domax thanks him for his loyalty and says that the plan's flawless and it won't fail. They're gonna okay. they're gonna be to- totally successful in overtaking Earth, and so he dives the ship deep down into of course the ocean. And towards Mm -hmm. the exotic underwater city of Hydrostan to begin phase one of the invasion. And at this point, I just kind of laughed because. And it goes back to your thing with Dr. Lowe, kind of like if you're although he wasn't an alien, like if your plan is to conquer. Earth,
0: Why are you doing paperwork?
1: why are you going underwater you know it's funny. like all of the like the humans are the ones that like run the shit you know
0: yeah (laughs) like conquering
1: earth i guess there are people underwater obviously in this world but it also is funny to me because i always like joke around with my brother saying like you know if aliens ever invaded they would absolutely and you mentioned it last week kind of unknowing that i was gonna go here but Uh um if aliens were to invade Earth, like they would absolutely go to the ocean because Earth is like more than 80% water and the oceans are like 90% of that water. So they would uh-huh. be like, Yeah, this is like a water planet with a few green patches. Like, of course we want to know what's we'll start in the ocean.
0: here. So
1: that's where they would be. And I just laugh that Domax goes straight there when it's like, wait a minute, why are you going to the ocean if you want to conquer human civilization? Other than I the mean, fact that they're all underwater in this. Show, fuck up the whatever. oceans.
0: It's gonna fuck up a lot in the world. True. But also, I true. wonder if in 2076, none of us are on land anymore. And thus, mm. they're like the only place humans are now.
1: This is true. Yeah.
0: Are underwater because they've moved yeah. themselves. Yes. Uh, all to be underwater. Very possibly likely to happen yes. by 2076. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> anyways,
1: so after Domax down... or X that's just where down, the fair
0: yeah. was. That's where it was. Yeah. They just, the just Intel the guy, was. he was like, I live here. I'm not going to the surface. You come to me. Yeah, exactly. Come down here,
1: please. Yes. Yeah. It's a little, it's too hot up there. <laughs> so meanwhile, as uh, Domax has dived down and he's, you know, starting to fly over Hydrostan, we see, meanwhile, the Neptunes, a.k.a. our five heroes, the band, the main characters, Jabberjaw and the gang, they are desperate for cash and traveling by underwater bus to Hydrostan. Okay. Coincidence.
0: Mm.
1: And here in Hydrostan, they are obviously scheduled to play a show at the Flying Saucer Convention and hopefully make some much needed money. And Biff, you know, he's like listening the to the radio. The Flying Saucer <laughs> Sorry, I, like, just us. like what you just said. <laughs>
0: yes
1: more ambient talk
0: convention okay cool. yeah
1: also cool. like that's hey it's a niche interest <laughs> you're gonna get yep. you're gonna get customers from all over the underwater world who true, are into true. that it's kind like of stuff con, it's a geek
0: con situation but also
1: is it like a flying saucer underwater because it's not flying it's floating whatever it's just Hmm. just a submarine at that point right maybe it's like (laughs) a
0: retro con of being like remember 50 years ago it was only 2024 and they still called them flying saucers (laughs) how retro (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly
1: so anyways biff hears on the radio that an alien spaceship was spotted in the skies just earlier the skies over hydrostan obviously (laughs) And he then ha- uh, hatches a very clever and lucrative idea in his little brain. Again, they oh, need no. some money, so he's like, "How do we get some extra cash off of this? Let's capitalize on this alien invasion." Uh-oh. So oh, the God. Neptunes, he says, they're going to stage a publicity stunt. Where, oh my he- God, they build a spacecraft, a fake spacecraft, dress up as aliens. Fly around in the spacecraft over Hydrostan, oh eventually God. landing at their gig on stage and then starting their performance as if they are the alien invader. That's pretty fucking cool.
0: All right. <laughs> I thought that would we're be, be pretty like... cool. I thought they were just going to, like, fly around and be like, pew, pew, we are aliens, but, like, at first, what the an entrance movie. to their own show. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So
1: Shelly Shelley is shitting on this idea. She's like, <sighs> that's so stupid. Like, well, I don't want to build a spaceship. I think that's so dumb. But, you know, freaking uh, marketing, exactly. And on the other hand, Jabberjaw loves the idea. He's, like, hyping Biff up as he's saying uh-huh. it and jabberjaw being a potentially vicious great white shark gets whatever he wants yeah yeah so they graveyard. say yeah jabberjaw yeah yeah cool cool will do it. you like it? Cool. please don't eat us please don't eat us please don't eat everyone on this bus right now like <laughs> And I would also, again, like to point out that this is a bus full of humans and a yes, giant, giant great white shirt. shark who happens to be sitting on Clamhead's lap. By oh my the way, God, yes, he hey, often does. So his head, uh, Jabberjaw's head, is like pushed up against the roof of the bus <laughs> and he's like all hunched all in the and like on Clamhead. are just Clamhead. Like,
0: staring.
1: Yes. Which, again, building off of your episode last week when you said that those two henchmen weren't able to lift Jabberjaw, I was like, <laughs> please, Clamhead has Jabberjaw on his lap all the time, and it's no problem. And <laughs> I was like, does he have, like, superhuman strength? Is he, like, an alien? Is, uh, da, da, exactly. Da, da.
0: Is he <laughs> Is not he? even human? Human?
1: Da, Perhaps. Da, da, da. Perhaps. <laughs> Anyways. So, after the gang, they get off the bus, and they get settled into Hydrostan. They immediately get to work on building their spaceship.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> Which I will say, they do very easily, like, it's kind of like, they know put how to build together. Yeah, I guess do it with these. So suck on that Elon Musk. What's your <laughs> excuse?
0: GG, so, easy. Yeah.
1: Clam head and jabber then jabber jaw clam and jabber we will call them. They put on space helmets, aka just kind of like fish bowls with little antennas popping mm, out of them. Classic. And they climb into the spaceship and they volunteer to be the ones to like fly over the city and pretend to be Aliens landing uh-huh. and invading while Biff, Shelly, and Bubbles wait at the fairgrounds where the UFO or the flying saucer convention is taking place. By the way, uh-huh. where they will then like announce and like say, like, Oh my God, look, there's a flying saucer, et cetera. Get, get Ooh, the crowd nice. all involved in it, right? Do the crowd exactly. work. Get exactly, do the nice. crowd work. Get those tips. Do that panhandling <laughs> while you're at it. And Mind you that all of this has to happen. This whole stunt has to happen in time for their gig that begins at eight p.m. Again, it does. at the of course it does at the fairgrounds <laughs> in Hydrostan. Right. Okay, and so just as Jabber and Clam are approaching the fairgrounds. They're, you know, flying around in this makeshift, like, rinky-dink spaceship. So even though they put it together quickly, it's yeah, actually not that safe-looking, probably. Uh-huh. And as they're flying, this mysterious black box of sorts is beamed into their fake ship, surprising uh-huh. them and scaring them. Like, what the fuck? Where did this just come from? We have no idea. Uh-huh. But before they can get a closer look at the object... They look up and see a spaceship is heading directly towards them head on. Ah, a great. real spaceship. They're like, oh my God, that spaceship looks way more convincing than ours. <laughs> they like rub their eyes. Oh my God, that's a real spaceship. Ah. What is it doing here? And so Clamhead, he's the one flying or driving. He quickly steers away, but the spaceship, the actual spaceship, begins chase. And although Clamhead and Jabber have no idea what this mysterious box is, at this point, they're like, okay, they're chasing us right after we accidentally got this. Pretty sure they want this box that just was beamed into our ship, obviously, accidentally. So the secret Earth contact, the alien, who is still this like shadowy figure that we just see on like uh-huh. on a TV screen. He immediately messages Domax and tells him that the identification device was accidentally beamed to the wrong ship. Like, oh, wow, shoot, a pretty big. Crossed wires. Up. Yeah, like a pretty massive. Not going to lie. Yeah. Did this... you think no other ship would be in the area at that time? Like 8 p.m. is not that late to be out.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: driving. you
0: like, can't tell the difference between like your overlords, nice ass ship and like, yeah, this other one slash like, yeah, wouldn't have just better communication like, okay, and then flash your lights when you're ready for me to beam. Like, exactly. 8pm sounds like the only planning they've done.
1: This one time, this time.
0: And so I will
1: say it shows this earth contact like trying to or not even trying. It shows him beaming the box out like he he clearly knows which ship is which. But I guess like like, the technology. Yeah. Or I don't know. I think the technology is just so bad that like you can't pick and choose which ship it goes to. Mm. Like you have to you have to have blind faith that no other ship will be flying In that exact area at eight pm,
0: which is like this is foolproof (laughs) of us being like, why are there still operators? You live in an undersea civilization successfully, like it's that vibe of like, but you have aliens coming down from space, but you can't triangulate.
1: I know, like which ship is which. You you can't target something being beamed to a specific ship. It just has to go to a ship a, that is in the area like really huh i feel like yeah. like you, you can make a spaceship in five seconds if you live in hyderistan but you can't beat something <laughs> yeah exactly but, but, yeah but, there's like there's one downside on the advancements exactly. here yeah so you know hey they're they're making their way though it's only 2076 maybe by the year 3000 they'll have it figured
0: out more accurate
1: too bad domex can't wait that long he needs to <laughs> colonize and take over now, this planet what? now so, after the Secret Earth contact informs Domax of this, he essentially orders them to, you know, stop that ship and anyone inside of it, and that it's they've got to be captured and held prisoner at any cost. Mm. okay, so, meanwhile Wait,
0: is he ordering yeah. this to the earth contact or his sorry Mantis? The,
1: the earth contact is actually in a power move ordering domax this yeah he's like i work too hard for this shit like please like, yeah but again a domax turns around <laughs> yeah, right but domax turns around and then tells his henchman, like okay go do it all right that's fine do what he says yes he's like don't
0: undermine my power in front of my people
1: yes you heard me i'm in charge here (laughs) kind of so meanwhile as all of these shenanigans are going on not in the air what do you call it higher up in the ocean
0: in the yeah i don't fucking know i don't
1: know. Biff, Shelly, and Bubbles are the uh the other three members of the Neptunes for those who didn't join us last week and haven't gone back for whatever reason. Like we told you uh to. they, we told you to, we warned you, we're not doing any context on them. So <laughs> any background context. So these three, they're still at the fairgrounds and they're just kind of like looking up at the sky or whatever the fuck, waiting for clam head, clamhead and Jabberjaw to arrive in the spaceship. And you know, their their patience is wearing a little thin, AKA Shelly mostly is starting to complain that this is taking yeah. too long. And they look up and not only see their fake spaceship, but they see another very not fake spaceship right on its tail, viciously chasing Clamhead and Jabberjaw above these fairgrounds. And so they're like, oh my God, that's a real spaceship. Like.
0: Is no one on the ground response.
1: freaking out yet? We don't see anyone on the ground. We, I mean, I guess it's 8 okay. p.m. That's late in stand. Everyone's in bed. The convention starts
0: there, later. It's about to happen. I guess.
1: yep. Yeah. And actually, that's such a good point. We see a lot of people in a second, but yet no one, no one sees this or, okay. well, put All a right. short pin in head. that. Well, okay. Yeah, that's okay though. So. Just as, you know, they see these spaceships chasing around and going crazy, we then go up and see Clamhead. He's, like, trying to steer all over and outrun, outfly this Mm. other spaceship, this real alien spaceship that's chasing them for reasons that they are unaware of at this Mm. point and seeing that openly open and openly why can't i talk seeing that openly chasing this ship over the skies of hydrostan would kind of give away the whole secret invasion type thing yes. the real aliens are are like okay you know what let's fall back like this is probably yeah. not the best place to try to retrieve this identification box and also we don't have the identification thing so we can't actually get in to right. hydrostan still So they're like, just fall back, regroup. We'll come up with a plan to get that and essentially kill these teenagers who have gotten in our way. So Jabber and Clamhead, yeah, Jabber (laughs) and Clamhead, they make their way to the Flying Saucer Convention and like low low key, just like crash land and run into a lot of tents and like exhibits and destroy the whole place. Honestly, still a good entrance it is it is because we're roll. a big it's very rock and roll very um anarchist as well like fuck the man destroy I all this i am imagining
0: that like there's just a line of fire behind them as like they skid <laughs> there through then well yeah uh mm-hmm. the drums start by, by jaffer <laughs> yeah. like biff is already on the stage does, like a nice Plenty lick on his guitar
1: yeah Shelly just, like, shaking her tambourines <laughs> crazy. They're like, shut up,
0: Shelly. You're not making it cool anymore. Aww.
1: <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is a very exciting, and not gonna lie, massive rock and roll entrance because a massive crowd of the convention goers who are there, apparently. They just didn't yeah. see the other alien ship. They all run up and want to see what's going on when this fake flying saucer lands right in front of them. In Biff, he, like, Takes this moment, runs up to the crash scene yeah. and gets on his soapbox. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. presenting a musical group that is famous throughout the galaxy, the Neptunes, and they all like the audience uh-huh. starts to cheer as like all five of them like start waving, like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh-huh. Then, when Clamhead and Dabberjack get out of the ship. Oh no. For whatever reason, Jabberjaw takes off his like fake little spaceman helmet, Uh and the crowd quickly goes from like cheers of excitement to like shouts and screams of fear. How
0: about the great white fucking shark that just crashed?
1: (laughs) It is like two feet in front of them.
0: They're like, it's a shark. (laughs) And they just
1: like scatter, like a riot stampede type thing. (laughs) And mind you, so much of the convention has been destroyed by them crash landing. So so it's just pure chaos at this point. Good, excellent. The (laughs) aliens are like, do we want to take this place over? This place looks a little janky. I don't know.
0: Wait, this know. ocean is filled with sharks. Why are they freaking out about this one? Are they dumb?
1: Are they stupid? And he's like clearly not attacking them. But I will say this is another moment. Like Jabberjaw clearly it, gets angered. Like this, this <laughs> these writers were very clearly inspired by like the Jim Crow movement. And, oh like, no. and like the 60s riots. And like- oh racial equality boycotts and everything because oh, no. it is clear that Jabberjaw is treated like a second-class citizen yeah like they look at him and they're like oh my god it's a shark he, he's gonna eat us he's so dangerous like oh my god honey hold my purse don't don't
0: let him know oh my i thought god. you were about to say they got out of fire hoses <laughs> like just oh, yeah. so fucked up to say but hilarious but also, also once again because they're underwater I exactly mean, so. like, just like it's funny yeah and they're just spraying a shark who can breathe underwater <laughs> so water fine. yeah
1: with very high pressurized water <laughs> um yeah so jabberjaw is obviously like very sad and like upset by this so i'm like dude at any moment jabberjaw could snap and just eat all of you like right, i would not be pointing just... a finger and making fun of him or screaming at him or being like oh you're less
0: than i am yeah no. you guys are just about to chum in this <laughs> place right now easy pick so
1: Yep, easy, easy Pickens. He's He looks like he considers it for a second, I will say. And then he's like, wait, no, yeah. no, no, that's right. They'll kill me then. So anyways, after the crowd scatters and we just essentially see the destruction of the entire fairgrounds, yes. we then see like, I guess the owner of the fairgrounds or whoever, like the organizer of this convention, uh-huh. he storms towards the band, towards all five of them. and he's like what the hell are you doing what was all of this about and biff tries to explain like it was just a publicity stunt like we were just trying to get people excited for our gig you know Mm -hmm. and the dude's like there was no good press (laughs) (laughs) yeah right we got to get them talking i don't care what they're saying about (laughs) us as long as they're saying something about us as long as our names in their mouths we don't care yeah (laughs) And so at this point, though, the the owner of the fairgrounds or whatever, he's like, yeah, no, gig's off. You're out of here. It's canceled. Yeah. You're not yeah. allowed on this property anymore. You've yeah, literally correct. destroyed the fairgrounds and scared away all of my customers. You're
0: about to be even more broke than you already were because now you exactly. owe millions of dollars.
1: Millions, quite literally. And the city, too. There's a lot of tax yeah. revenue they are going <laughs> to bank on from this. Biff, he again tries to apologize, but the owner is like, guards he calls the guards in like cuts them off and these robot guards come in and mm. just like pick all of them up and throw all the band members just right off the property and so knowing that this was just a total mistake a total misunderstanding and that the real aliens are to blame for the whole debacle and destruction of the fairgrounds um, um- Biff. was they? like mm, in a sense but like you guys are too so it's okay yeah, you like you guys crashed. you guys are both to blame how about that
0: yeah you you're not innocent Biff your hands no. are not free of blood by this idea no, no idea. they're
1: actually very covered in blood <laughs> <laughs> you yes. actually are mostly to blame yes yes but hilariously that you said bubbles is always and bubbles is the narc because mm-hmm. Like mm. I laughed thinking about that when you said that last week, but I was like, oh, in my episode actually, Biff is the one who suggests that they go to the police station. Yes, oh,
0: because he's, he's trying to clear suicide. his own name. He
1: is. He's like, that's the only guy. reason. Yeah, I got it. Well, and I think he does. He definitely feels at least a little bit at fault to the group here because, mm. again, mind you, like they just got fired from a gig. So it's not just, like, they got yeah. kicked out. It's something, like, they also just lost a job. And they, yeah. they lost a job and they need the money. And, of course, Shelly, being who she is, is, like, bitching at Biff this entire time. Like, there you go again. You've done it again. So apparently this is common for Biff, too, by <laughs> the way. He gets them like fired this. from their gigs a lot. Yeah, so...
0: i I guess this time he's like
1: taking ownership and he's like all right guys fine
0: let's go to the police this is my bad i have some further theories about biff and what i actually think is happening which perfectly will tie into my episode next week God, i can't wait he's actually trying to just get ahead of like the fairground owner reporting him directly and being like biff neptune yeah. this tight blah 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 put him on a poster wanted so instead biff is going to go in with a fake name and be like it was so crazy these aliens chased me no you can't fingerprint me i'm gonna call my lawyer first yeah and is um he's trying to get ahead perhaps of someone else yeah. reporting him fair
1: he might be yeah. he might be smarter than he looks and also this is random but seeing as Every other character in this show has an underwater theme. Well, I guess Jabberjaw doesn't technically, but it's because he's a shark. He's a fucking shark. Um, what does Biff mean? Is
0: that- I don't know. I thought about looking that Is up. But every thing? time I think about I it, I forget. Forgetting. I'm not going to do All it
1: now. Right. Maybe we'll do it between this no, episode next week. So you are, Yeah, you do it yeah. while I... Because I'm like, I don't feel like grabbing my phone or exiting out of my script or moving my script. But feel free to look at that while I try to remember where I was in my script. Not, not, I don't know. <laughs> so uh does it, it doesn't mean anything it's
0: saying? say i have no fucking idea with 18 seconds of a i don't fucking know what it is google did not immediately tell me so i'm pretty sure it's because it doesn't mean anything
1: it's just it's, it's used honestly i feel like it's the name of like the stupid mean bully in like old school cartoons you know like says, Biff. so so the fact Biff that they is named a him blow this. with
0: the fist it's, like, Uh-oh. a slang for, like, hitting. Oh. What? I don't fucking know.
1: Oh, Shelly and they couldn't think, watch out.
0: They couldn't think of three more animals in the ocean, so they were just like, I don't know, the tough guy. This. <laughs> <Biff. laughs> With the least tough-sounding name. I know. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway,
1: okay. Well, Bye. anyway, again, why are you guys asking so many questions about this show? <laughs>
0: Stop asking this question.
1: Stop. We don't know.
0: No one has answers.
1: So, anyways, the gang, led by Beth, Led by that punch. Led by punch. They go go to the police station in Hydrostan to get their side of the story on record. You know, clear their names, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully get their gig back at the uh, Flying Saucer Convention. And so after they recount the story to the police inspector, the inspector says, like, well, you know, it's a compelling story, but I'm going to need a little bit more proof before I take any action. Yeah, great call. I will say yes also good call but I will say in addition to just like retelling them retelling him the story they also give the inspector the actual um, ID device, identification oh, device that was smart. beamed into the ship so but I mean at the same time it's like okay this could just be your identification device <laughs> why are you showing are like this?
0: open it it has pictures of praying mantis on it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll two see? more seconds of investigating please
1: please believe us And so Jabberjaw, though, he promises that they'll get some more evidence of the aliens, what you know, to appease this uh, inspector who says that he needs more before he, you know, investigates or whatever. Uh And Jabberjaw says that in particular, they'll find the spaceship and prove that the identification device is what they are. The aliens are indeed after Mm. and they leave the identification device with the authorities as evidence. And at this point, clearly annoyed with these over dramatic teenagers yes. and the massive great white shark in his office, yes. the inspector is like sergeant. He like calls the sergeant in, and he asks them to like get out of his office, like sergeant, show these teens out, and you know, yeah. get the fuck out of my office. Right. And I think at one point he also says like and make sure that they have a pet license for this shark or something like that, which um, pisses Jabberjaw off oh, quite a bit. Yes, <laughs>
0: that makes say. sense. And it yeah. is
1: concerning how much they refer to him as a pet in this show. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, again, they're like very sharkophobic,
0: a little xenophobia mm-hmm. happening. Um, yeah. Also, is. I'm imagining that like this sheriff at this moment is like, we literally have like 1,600 tourists being yeah. flooded to the hospital right now. And we're having to, like, our hospital is small. We're not a big city. Like, this was our income every year. We are trying to, like, call families next of kin, et cetera, et cetera, deal with incoming calls. I don't have time for you kids being, like, here's a black box of information. And he
1: he looks at them closer and he's, like, wait.
0: Aren't you guys the
1: ones that put those 1600 doors in the hospital? And that's when they were like,
0: We'll find the evidence. <laughs> okay, God, goodbye we'll
1: find evidence. See ya. Sergeant, you don't need to show us out. We were already leaving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're already oh, my the door. Gosh.
1: So. I will say though that this inspector, he actually may be a little bit more interested in this case than you allude to, as much as I love that theory. Is this a
0: shadowy inspector? Does he have a lot of Perhaps shadows? Around he him? is
1: shadowy. Hmm. Because after the gang leaves the office and the sergeant, the inspector like looks around, makes sure everything's all clear. And he presses like a button on the badge hanging from his neck or something. Uh And instantly transforms into one of the mantis looking alien creatures. And he immediately gets on like a little walkie talkie or whatever radio communication with Domax, of course, Commander Domax. And
0: he's like, that was easy.
1: He's like, no, it's easy. He's like, hey, I got the bots back. So like, yeah, we're, we're good. Back, back in action. Just so you know, though, like these teenagers are looking for you, but like, don't worry, I'm pretty sure they're not going to find you. So yeah. like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> one last thing I'm going to say about this commander. here. Uh is that it's very funny because all of these aliens like domax and the henchmen that are on his alien ship they all talk in like these weird alien voices like this (laughs) but then the commander just talks like this like a normal white man and so you see like this mantis alien creature just talking like this but also like the more he talks to domax the more his voice goes from this to something more
0: like this and then
1: it like goes back to normal so i'm like who recorded it's like, this
0: when What's you're like on? in you know different like cultures you like for long mm-hmm. enough you pick up the accent a little bit so that's what he was doing and then he was mm-hmm. like back to speaking in his native tongue and yeah. also so funny that you were like at the start like ah yes the deep state
1: exactly that's what i said it was.
0: i was like well the shadowy figure like yeah maybe but oh <laughs> he's an officer yeah
1: of Not of only is law. he an officer, he's, like, the inspector. And they make it seem like the inspector is essentially, like, the head of the police department. Like, he's got this massive office with this ornate, like, office chair that he sits this, at. All the sergeants do what he says. So, yeah, this guy's, like, in I charge mean, of the local police.
0: This is the Classic. 70s. Is this just, like, a veiled um, uh, metaphor for the LAPD at this time? Yeah. Like, the uh, deep corruption? NYPD,
1: LAPD, name him. him. <laughs> All of
0: them, USPD. Anyone that needs any yeah. in the US, especially in the um, 70s, interesting. Yeah, they
1: knew they're like 1976. It's like this now. It'll probably still be like that in 2076, even if we all move underwater. Right, there's they one have thing no hope about this change. time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: right. One thing like is constant in life: racism, xenophobia,
0: yeah. corruption by people in power.
1: Exactly.
0: Again, <laughs> like, yeah, these Channel themes, these themes survive the test
1: of time. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Great. Perfect. So,
1: And again, of course, nobody else sees this. So this is still secret and unknown to not only all the other police officers, but also to the Neptunes. So after they leave the police station, Biff tells the gang that the only way to locate this alien spaceship is by sneaking back into the fairgrounds. And checking the computer records there to see when the spaceship was sighted the night before. Mm, okay. So yeah, fair. I guess that's what they keep at these conventions. Sure. I've never I been guess, to a flying saucer convention, so say, I cannot
0: say we are not versed on exactly. the methodology.
1: Those who are, please inform us. But <laughs> or <So>. don't <laughs> or don't please don't inform us (laughs) prefer our ignorance thank you yes so in order to sneak into these fairgrounds the gang piles into a like um it's like a cleaning robot it's just a very big um like barrel metal barrel looking thing with like little vacuums oh yeah like yeah. things hanging tubes hanging off of it i don't know Great. anyway they all pile into there and the robot just sort of just rolls right in and they get in and it's that easy so they're back oh. and yeah, then i guess
0: were there look, any guards to get back no
1: no just it's just another robot it was like a robot <laughs> that i guess it, it was like it was like a guard robot, but all it did—it stopped the cleaning robot, but only to like throw more trash in. <laughs> and so you all hear right. Shelly like yelling that like oh, this was such the a trash is idea. In. Yeah, oh like robots. no, it's that easy. So it's almost like they never left. Yeah, great, cool. And so anyway, they get out the robot uh, out of the cleaning robot, and they make their way to the computer exhibit room. Which, as Biff suggests, suggested, conveniently houses information on UFO sightings, and it has like a cute little like label underneath, like the the door or like on the door to the room that says, "From the year 1976 to the year 2076." So uh, we've got a hundred years worth of UFO sighting information in this wow, room. Wow, cute. Yeah, cute. How cute. And so inside of this room, they find a tape with the information on the sighting from last night. And they pop that tape in and get all of the info that they need to track down the ship, where they pretty much just hear this guy like reading a record saying that the UFO passed over Hydrostan on a compass setting of 183 degrees, meaning that the gang is hot on the UFO's trail. Great. And I just will say, because she's obviously been pretty quiet so far.
0: (gasps) What the fuck did Bubbles say? (laughs) What could she possibly contribute to a compass reading?
1: (laughs) Navigation. I'm glad you asked, because when the guy on the tape says 183 degrees, Bubbles says, "Oh," and I'm paraphrasing because I didn't actually write it down because I was like, "This is so fucking stupid." Bubbles, like, oh, 180 degrees. That must be so hot. Uh, and Biff is uh, like, no, it means we're <laughs> hot on their trail. <laughs> <He's> like, no.
0: <laughs> He's like, why didn't you die in that crash?
1: <laughs> <laughs> funny, too, because I will say, Bubbles, like, kind of offer to fly the spaceship over, like, earlier in the episode, but for whatever reason they were like, no. Like, I guess probably because she fucked everything up. Yeah, exactly. She would absolutely crash, yeah. Yeah, because they weren't planning um, to
0: crash it originally.
1: Exactly, yeah. So they probably are now like, damn, man, we should have let Bubbles go with
0: the... God. <laughs> I maybe the aliens
1: would have abducted her. <laughs> I not know so yeah pretty sure that's the only bubbles line that i i didn't even put it in here but i was like you know what since we're just shitting on her let me go ahead and throw it in i think Wait, what, that's the only bubbles line i'll add into
0: this episode. what if this entire single season is just like the you know like behind the band like behind the scene documentary of like yeah the disintegration of what was a really popular band at one point <laughs> You know, like, the final year of a band before they broke up, because they all just fucking hate each other so clearly. (laughs) That would be such a good premise for the show, actually. (laughs) Yeah, they were, like, like, gonna make a documentary about, like, their last tour but like really behind the scenes they're all just like throwing bottles at each other like refusing to record at the same time each other
1: yeah yeah but that's like so true too with like how they're at the end of their heyday because like that's how they keep getting these big shows that aren't like typical shows but still like you gotta have pretty good booking to get like a convention but also right. like no no band is like running to play at a flying saucer convention yeah, exactly. but at the same time it's like oh but that is a big audience so like you have to like have the name to draw yeah, you in the say crowd yes. yeah, yeah.
0: So,
1: like they're right, in this but, weird like, limbo and they absolutely hate each other and are ready to just be done with
0: it yeah like they all know that this is their last like tour yeah but like no one's saying it out loud yet yeah <laughs> cool uh, great and so, oh my
1: God, the show. So anyway, after figuring out this information about where the uh, where the UFO is, one hundred eighty three degrees compass setting, whatever, from the fairgrounds, they leave there and they follow these directions towards the ship which again like life is easy for these kids like they find it quickly like they hop into <laughs> one of their like little um aqua cars or whatever uh-huh. and again it was like, like jabber is like <laughs> back ready to eat these people at any minute now yeah
0: he's had a hard day <laughs>
1: yes it's been hard and uh yeah like they drive for like two minutes maybe tops outside of Stand, and they're like oh my god there's the spaceship like (laughs) not hiding which also is hilarious because the secret earth contact is like don't worry those kids won't find
0: you i like (laughs) to find them in like five seconds the aliens were they like landed like behind something they were like
1: hovering floating whatever like kind of by some rocks but no like
0: they were in the open. There's uh, not... I think that they were all like, "Well, we would, We just won't go up into the sky. That's where they're gonna look. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the sky. And if we're not in the sky, they'll never find us. They'll not find us. Exactly. Huh? Well,
1: and they found you pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now that they've found the ship, my question for the gang while watching is: Okay, now what? You've approached an alien spaceship. <laughs> And a tiny little aqua car slash ship of your own. This spaceship has like laser guns pointing out of it, like all sorts of defensive and offensive mechanisms coming out of it. And they're just in like what you described last week, like a mini Cooper (laughs) underwater vessels.
0: Which also, yeah. Like are they just going to knock on the door and be like, Hey, um, the fairgrounds owner is sending his lawyers after us, saying, we're liable for this damage. Could you come in and take the blame?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. It's not their play. They're, n- they're not going to knock, actually. They just walk right
0: in. Guys. Oh, no. You know what? They're That's just... a real 70s cartoon move. It's just <laughs> B&E's. No one locked <laughs> their doors back then, you know? No
1: one. No one locked their doors. Like... So, and this is Shelly's idea, by the way, too, because uh, okay. Shelly apparently heard me asking this through my TV screen. I was like, what are you going to do? And she's like, okay, now we just need to walk on in, catch one of the aliens, and then we'll have proof to show to the police. So simple, right?
0: In hey, so my mind, I'm like- kidnapping is the plan?
1: It's, it literally, it's kidnapping. So
0: are they the villains? This episode
1: Vigilante justice, yet again, <laughs> a common theme in this podcast. Uh-huh. So we go inside of the spaceship, and we literally see Commander Domax, like, in the middle of war, gaming his invasion. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, a map of Earth on the wall, and he's, like, pointing to everything while his henchmen are behind him, like, taking notes like, pulling controls and stuff. And then, like, a garage door-type thing leading to this room, and the ship just <laughs> opens up. <laughs> to the war room. And we just see the Neptunes one by one just casually strolling
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Domax
1: is war gaming. <laughs> and they just stroll in like they own the joint, like, all right, cool, cool. Looks pretty cool in here. You oh, must so be Domax, huh? It is <laughs> huge confidence. Huge um, confidence.
0: They're like, and so Shelly's like, you know yeah. who I am. <laughs> Shelly
1: You've of seen me before. the Neptune. I'm, fam- exactly. I'm the most famous tambourine player in the deep, in blue
0: the sea galaxy. Yeah. You've heard of me.
1: Surely, right? <laughs>
0: oh my God.
1: That makes the next couple of lines so much funnier. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So the gang tries to convince <laughs> Domax and his henchmen, and this again goes back to my theory, that they too are aliens. Oh. And that they seek to conquer Earth. And since oh. they got to Earth first, Domax and his crew need to back off.
0: You know what? That's a good ploy, especially like yeah. Shelly is leading it, because Shelly loves to argue.
1: She does. She's like, bring it. Like, I'm ready. I'll debate. I'll debate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I- and <laughs> the... She- yeah, so Shelly was the one who's leading it. I forget what planet they said they were from, but like it rolled right off her tongue. Oh. Jabberjaw was like, yeah, yeah, we're from there, blah, blah, blah. And all of them like they looked convincing. Like it took no time for them to come up with this lie. So I was like, oh, maybe Again, they're they- actually just telling us the truth.
0: No whites <laughs> behind their to- eyes. <laughs>
1: They have superhuman or inhuman strength.
0: They literally have a giant great white shark backing them up and speaking. As a
1: friend, yeah. They seem to speak a different language most of the time. Freaking clam heads saying, like, wow, 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 wow. wow. yabba, yabba, all these different things.
0: And, like, I mean, these aliens, these actual praying mantis aliens, are familiar with, like, their own kind taking human form.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: get around. Yeah. Um, okay, I see it. And so, maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe the Neptunes were like, we're going to come conquer Earth. Mm-hmm. And then they discover the power of music. And we're like, let's just <laughs> sidetrack can. this really quick.
1: <laughs> um, like, we can conquer Earth with the power of music.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Which, I mean, like, yeah, that.
1: look at Beyonce and Taylor Swift.
0: I mean, exactly. A billion dollar mm-hmm. babes. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> maybe what they're, they're in here for the long game. um and that's why they keep taking down other villains because they're like no 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 this is our turf okay yes exactly they've been here for a long time they're gonna use fame like people are so obsessed with celebrities and like follow them so blindly that like like you know the celeb stands that like yeah not a bad plan to conquer earth
1: no not at all it'd be easy especially to do it through the arts and stuff like that that's yeah
0: Probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Not that so, we're getting right. any
1: ideas here, but. Or saying,
0: anything. Mm-hmm. All right. I see. I could see it. So,
1: anyways, yes. And so, yeah, you see it. And Domax maybe sees it a little mm-hmm. bit too, because okay. he's like, hmm, if you are indeed an alien, show me one of your alien powers. Okay. He's like, I can do. <laughs> Shelly's yeah. like,
0: have you yeah. seen it? My- Start <laughs> shredding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Max is like wow
0: it's dancing like with me yeah. <laughs> they're a little alien praying mantis toes yeah. <laughs> they start dancing. but like they're, they're just standing like that yeah just kind of dancing bobbing yeah.
1: yes <laughs> oh my god I wish that would have been a better way to like end out this episode but uh, no like- so the gang is not able to convincingly show him any sort of special special power that they have. So Domax is like, okay, yeah, you guys aren't aliens. Throw, throw them in the cell, henchmen, yeah. like get them out of here. But before the henchmen capture all of the Neptunes, the gang, they're able to make a break for it. They run away through the ship and hide in what is called the teleporter room which okay is cur- currently occupied by a single one of the like mantis looking alien henchmen just uh-huh. like typing away and like pulling controls and stuff like facing away from the door uh-huh. poor guy his name's probably like jeff or something oh, so super innocent he's a nerd he's just trying to get a paycheck to feed his family this poor guy but there-
0: <laughs> He, like the, he, they're the ones who think that the triangulation of the black box got fucked up and it's all Jeff's fault, so he's in there like, I got it himself. before he tries to send the box again, and I gotta recalculate all of this. Oh, god, this. He's oh, like, god, see, so
1: massive calculations on like uh-huh. the wall and everything. He's just trying to debug this program, uh-huh. he just can't find where he fucked up the code. <laughs> exactly,
0: he's, it's been a he's long under day so for much Jeff. pressure right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's got to his mouths
0: to feed at home, exactly. So
1: his wife is about to eat his head if he doesn't <laughs>
0: come back with a
1: decent bonus exactly. she's gonna eat his head regardless but, but he like, might as well have sooner. a bonus yeah it'll yeah. be sooner so yeah the gang they see poor jeff working away pulling out his mantis hairs over this coating oh. error that he's fucked up they look at each other and they're like Here's our proof for the police inspector. Oh, no, they're going to and- kidnap Jeff. <laughs> Let's fucking kidnap Jeff. Jeff, no. Poor Jeff.
0: Oh, man. Let me just say,
1: for a mantis-looking alien creature, Jeff is so adorable. And I love, like, yes, his name is Jeff now. This, this is just is what it is. <laughs> None of these care. Domax is the only alien with an actual name. It doesn't so even matter. Domax, too.
0: Jeff. That's how you can tell, like, his ranking in this alien race is that like he's just the account. He's just like, He's just moving numbers around. He's just trying to like. doing
1: what he can.
0: Yeah, make sure the books are clean. Make sure the navigation makes sense. Yeah. Like the fact that the teleportation pod is also his office is like, they were like, Jeff, HQ made us take you. Here's your freaking office in the back corner. Like. Sit in
1: here. We don't want to see you. Pass his little brown paper bag line. A little briefcase. (laughs) Takes off his hat and his coat. <laughs> Plops down and just crunches numbers all day codes he
0: gets out codes his communication
1: lunch. software all day he
0: gets out his lunch with <laughs> his wife made, and he's like oh look a hard-boiled egg and tries to crack it but it was accidentally a real egg could this day get any worse and then the just Domax storms in jeff you fucked up the communication what the fuck happened oh uh, he's like sending his wife a message gonna be another late night at the office honey sorry and then the
1: neptune Neptune, exactly at that exact moment and they walk up to poor jeff right as he's going through all this pain after a hard day his wife is berating him and yeah they walk up to him and they're like domax's orders and he's like whoa 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 what are oh, the orders no. and they're like you've been ordered to come with us and act as a spy on Earth to carry out this mission and Jeff he's like oh my God like <gasps> I've never been in the field before I'm always I'm always here I'm behind always the, the desk, desk man and he's so cute because he's like in his little alien voice he's like but I don't look like a spy oh, I don't or yeah. no no sorry I don't look like a human. Just believe in I yourself. Know. believe in yourself, Jeff. Jeff. You got this. You can do this. You've been working for this moment. Today's your day. You it's your got day to this. Shine. Like, wow,
0: this day is Go turning Max. around for you. Don't Wipe that egg actually... yolk off. <laughs> yeah.
1: Your tie. Get in there, Jeff. And Jabberjaw and Shelly say, "Oh, don't worry about it, Jeff. Like you're going to be fine. Like we'll do a makeover." We'll make you look just like the average human. So they plop them down into like the salon style chair. Uh, They just put them, Shelly puts a bunch of makeup on Uh and throws a blonde wig on his head. (laughs) So so it's just like a praying mantis with like lipstick, (laughs) red eyeshadow, or like a lot of eyeshadow with like mascara and like a curly blonde (laughs) wig. And he just spitting. They're like,
0: ah. I like to really? imagine that Jeff is like, this I'm is the beautiful. most beautiful I've ever felt. <laughs> Finally, someone's paying attention to me. Jeff. This is amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best day ever. I almost forgot about being banned to this room and this room only. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeff. He's got his spirits up high. He's like, wow, I'm going no. into the
0: field. We're really doing this. I can't believe it. Okay, it's such a good bonus. I, guess,
1: I don't know at what point he realizes that this is a kidnapping. <laughs> but the next scene, we just see them all in the police station.
0: <laughs> I mean... You know what? Maybe he still thinks he probably knows that the other spy he is might. a cop.
1: So he's I like, think he OK, yeah. OK, I think OK. But it's funny, though, because they're in the police station and like the Neptunes are like holding Jeff's arms like behind his back. Like, he's clearly being like a hostage, hostage, yeah, hostage by them. I think they took the makeup and the wig and stuff off of him too, because like he just looks normal again. So maybe he was like, "Okay, I don't like it as much as I thought I did." Maybe take it off,
0: Jeff. Maybe like they entered the water and immediately just washed away. (laughs) But I like to imagine the reason why he hasn't like tried to get away yet is he was like, "My wife's always telling me I'm always by the book. I'm I'm never impulsive." You know what? I told her this would be the year of yes, the year of Jeff. Do it, Jeff. Yeah. You the can makeup this, made Jeff. me feel confident. I'm going to keep saying yes today. The day was going so horribly because I kept saying no. This is a new year, new Jeff.
1: No, Max needs me to go on ground and actually run a field mission. I get yes. to actually be God a spy. Yes. Am I ready for this? No, but yes, I will do it. Thank you, Go <laughs> Max. Huh. It's kind of starting to feel like a hostage
0: situation. <laughs> no jeff stay in the zone jeff it's your year of yes
1: which would also be a hilarious premise for a movie or a show like someone trying to like have a new year's resolution like that and they say yes to something and then just immediately like, end up being a
0: hostage <laughs> yeah like ah shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> you there heard it here the, first that's The silver lining
0: somewhere in here you gotta get through the rough times to get to the good yeah <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Yeah, if your so, wife always
0: says you're so negative. See the positive here. See the
1: positive. See the positive. I'm
0: no longer behind the desk. I'm seeing the universe. Like this job <laughs> promised, I finally would <laughs> yeah. getting out there.
1: There are no there are no windows in that teleportation room. I could never see what we were <laughs> flying by in space. They wouldn't let me look out. But this, when I get home, this is the real world wife, inside of a police station.
0: This is the real. When world. I go home and tell my wife I was a spy today. She's gonna rip up those divorce papers. <laughs> she's gonna finally let me see the
1: kids again. <laughs> I saved our planet.
0: I'm gonna win so many I'm gonna win the purple heart here. yeah and she's gonna want me back so fast. She'll never eat my head. She'll
1: never eat my head. This is also, my year. This is going back a bit, but I also imagine the reason why they took his makeup off, it didn't wash off, it like it lasted fine and everything. But when they showed him to the inspector with makeup on, he's like, Hi, nice, hi, young lady, it's nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 this is an alien. So they had the makeup, he's like, Oh my god, you're an alien. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) ma'am, how can I help you? Are these teenagers? Like annoying you, you or bothering you in some way? Sir, have oh you been, God.
0: ma'am, have you been kidnapped? <laughs> ma'am, ma'am is
1: this i a don't know if you kidnapping? know this but there's a 15 foot long great white shark behind you are you okay please ma'am, blink once, blink, blink, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Jeff is just like, I have no clue what's going on.
0: When the cops screamed when they took the makeup off, Jeff stood up a little taller and was like, I'm beautiful with or without makeup. I know that now.
1: Rips his wig off. (laughs) This is who I really am. (laughs) No one can change Keeps the face makeup, but like, wig off. He's like, this is the perfect balance for me. (laughs) Oh, man. So... (laughs) Yeah, anyway, this doesn't really work because duh. (laughs) Duh. And as I told you before, the inspector is actually the deep state secret contact who has been helping Domax. So when the teens bring poor Jeff in as evidence, Jeff is a piece of evidence now in this investigation. My wife like, said I was put him in nothing.
0: a bag. We put him in a bag now? and store him in a room. <laughs> all right. Jeff. He just goes back into a windowless room. Yeah. Aww.
1: I traded one life of misery for another. <laughs> Man. At least I had a flash yes. of glory.
0: Yeah.
1: Although this is probably the most exciting day Jeff's had in a long time. So long even time, you if know, ever. through it all, this is probably it's good it's that he it. said yes to this, yeah, this <laughs> assignment. So the inspector, though, he admits, like, upon seeing this alien now standing in front of him, he's like, wow, you teens are actually a lot smarter than I thought. But he then admits to them that he has even more proof of the impending alien invasion. And so he again presses that button on his badge that's hanging from his neck, oh. and he immediately transforms into a mantis-looking alien creature, <laughs> revealing himself, of course, to be the secret Earth uh-huh. <laughs> on And I wasn't going to say it, but one more line from our face. Does she even know what's happening? No. What
0: did Bubbles say?
1: When he presses the button and changes, she's like, wow, how
0: did you do that? Even Jeff (laughs) looks at her and is like, yes. Jeff's like, you know, bitch. (laughs) You just saw a whole
1: ship of us. (laughs) No, it's funny though. Yeah, because like she clearly has no idea what's going on because <laughs> everyone else in the band in unison is it's like, like oh my God, he's one of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, oh,
0: no, Big reveal. he's
1: and Bubbles is like,
0: wow, <laughs> how'd you do that? Wow, it was just a costume like we did on Jeff.
1: <laughs> Your costume looks way better than Jeff's. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, bubbles. Good lord. So anyway, the the inspector he gives it away. Yep. Shows that he is indeed working with Domax, and the gang's like, "Oh shit, we gotta go!" So they try to yep. run out of there.
0: Do they leave Jeff behind?
1: They do. They leave Jeff behind. <laughs>
0: Jeff's
1: like, "Okay, I guess I'll hang out Projected here now. again. Yeah. And so before though, the gang can escape from the police station. The secret earth contact, the police inspector, they never give him a name, so I don't know what to call him, but he's able to, he, like, presses a button, and in classic 70s cartoon fashion, it, like, drops a cage on top of the gang as they're trying to run away. And so jeff go not jeff oh my god poor jeff oh i want justice for jeff uh jeff no, is just the sitting inspector. there like this because yes. you know, the
0: inspector was like god they picked you jeff god damn it don't touch oh, anything you can't
1: even do anything here just
0: go god you got kidnapped by humans yeah. jeff god damn it they would be
1: like jeff you would get kidnapped what the <laughs> hell <Jeff?" laughs> yeah god jeff <laughs> and meanwhile I just thought of how funny this is too. The teleporter room is like unmanned right now. So you just see like shit like teleporting all over the place.
0: But um, also, I like to think that no one else on the ship realizes that Jeff's gone. <laughs> Which is more sad. It is. They definitely
1: don't know he's gone. He's They're just gone. like,
0: God damn it, he's fucking up in there again. He'll fix it, whatever. He'll
1: fix it, whatever.
0: Guys, go back there and see if Jeff's fine. But it's. Hot
1: and stinky back but there. But
0: it's Jeff. We yeah, you're right. Him. We'll
1: check in with him later. If it keeps happening for like 30 more minutes, we'll go back and see <laughs> if he's alive or not. <laughs> but like,
0: damn, he'll get it together.
1: he get it Classic, together. probably, Jeff. probably for now. So yes, the inspector. He's like looking at the kids in the cage, saying like, "Okay, well, this should hold you now until our invasion is complete." Okay. But then, Jabberjaw, Jabber shark Exactly. He reminds them that he is a massive great white shark who can likely break through the cage at any minute and eat them if he wants to. Again, another moment where he could snap and kill literally everyone in sight. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: instead... He, you know, just kind of shows that he can bend the cage a little bit. And at this point, the aliens are
0: like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Like, we should
1: probably actually right, get so great out white of shark. here. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't going to hold you for too right. long. We are
0: just large bugs and you are a great <laughs> white shark.
1: You are a great white shark. You can absolutely kill us in any minute.
0: Yeah. So the aliens
1: instead decide to put the gang in a rocket and shoot them into outer space. So, okay. Cool. they load they load them up into the rocket okay. and they keep them in the cage in the rocket by the okay, way
0: just
1: in case and, and just in just case you never know they can get out and they launch them off and then did they the bring them back
0: to their ship in the cage
1: no so this is still this is some like Scout ship or something this isn't domax's ship
0: okay got
1: um it. yeah so this isn't like the mothership this is some but did other, they like
0: bring the ship to the jail.
1: Oh, no, no, no. So, yeah, okay. They don't show how this transfer happens, but somehow they transfer the cage to what looks like a straight-up, like, rocket ship launching, like a space, um... Got what it, do you call got it? it. Like a Cape Canaveral, whatever. Like, where they yeah, literally yeah, like launch, the launch rocket path. ships. Yeah. Okay,
0: got it. Like cool. So,
1: somehow they transfer them from the prison to there. Got it, okay. They go from being in a cage in the prison cell to showing the spaceship launching off and... Got it. You know what?
0: Maybe... They made Jeff teleport them. Yeah, maybe. Jeff knows how to That's, run those numbers and code. He's like, Jeff, the inspector is
1: like, Jeff, this is your time to shine, man. What do you Don't got for me? Fuck it up, Jeff. I can do this. He's like, new sense of confidence. Yeah, he puts the wig back
0: on. Back off. <laughs> I can do this. I can do anything. The year Jeff's not over yet. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. It's just
1: beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is just year. Yeah, a teleportation
0: to device right in the precinct. If I,
1: if I do this, Domax may put a window in my teleportation <laughs> room in the ship. How kind of him. So uh yeah, they launch off this rocket. And then the inspector calls Domax and tells him that the meddlers have been taken care of and that they can now move ahead with the Earth invasion plan. But hilariously, as I said before, the gang, like they're still inside of the cage in the spaceship.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: But the whole thing was that member they put them in the spaceship because they're like, oh, a cage isn't enough. Like Jabberjaw can break out of a cage. So as soon as the rocket's in the air, like, Jabberjaw just breaks them out of the cage again. <laughs> maybe they're like,
0: they don't know how to drive a spaceship.
1: Well, that's part of it. So Biff, yeah. he does run to the control and he tries to steer the rocket, but they've put it on, like, they've locked the controls and they've put yeah, it on autopilot. Like, but all the more matter. reason why it doesn't matter that they're in a cage.
0: Though. <laughs> it's just They maybe they just didn't want to risk it being like, if we let them right. out for even one second... It's a great his white kids shark. Are dangerous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll immediately die. action. Yeah. They kidnapped Jeff for crying out loud. They're ruthless. <laughs> so, so, using Jabberjaw's tail as a rudder, because again, they've now broken out of the cage. They realize they can't steer back to the ocean. So uh-huh. Jabberjaw's is like, "Oh, I've got an idea." He somehow sticks his tail, his back end, out of like the exhaust of the rocket uh-huh. or whatever. Are they still underwater? And- no, they're in space. They reached that. Oh, they, they fully reached space. They're in space at this point, which <laughs> makes this so confusing. <laughs> he, cool. Cool. he uses his big great white shark tail as a rudder <laughs> for the ship <laughs> in space. And it's able to steer the ship back uh-huh. around towards earth but somehow since his tail is like hanging <laughs> of the exhaust the back of the ship uh-huh. the force of it flying back towards earth sucks Jabberjaw out of the back of the ship <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, here,
0: grabs onto <laughs> Just, Just, like, while he's still in space he gets sucked out yes, and grabs on? in space in space <laughs> So and he can Clamhead, also breathe nothing. He,
1: he, not only can he breathe air, he can breathe the absence of air. <laughs> okay. He, can, he okay. can breathe in the void. Maybe he's uh, an alien. So, but apparently they can all breathe in the void. Again, are they aliens? Because Clamhead, really? as, as Jabber is being sucked out of the back of the ship, Clamhead grabs his fin and is... Tr- trying to hold him into the ship this massive great white shark mm-hmm. again clam has super inhuman strength and he's like oh yeah uh-huh. i can hold you but it doesn't work he gets sucked out and then biff grabs clam head and biff gets sucked out and then shelly grabs biff and then bubbles grabs shelly so all five of them can... it's all hanging uh-huh. on
0: bubbles bubbles is our <laughs> oh,
1: Bub- bubbles doesn't hang on no they're all just flying through space <laughs>
0: No. which i would say this confirms that they're aliens that they didn't really get crushed under the pressures of space <laughs> in the absence of any yeah, or like inmates. freeze anything like that yeah. yeah
1: so they're all like it's like a chain link of all five of them holding on to each other flying through space and they're like oh no how are we going to get back to the ocean and clam heads like jabber turn into a parachute and then, being the ooze creature that he is as, yeah, he is. as
0: you described yeah the aliens that they are is that they're ooze yeah it was so aliens. all of
1: them are uh-huh. just ooze personified <laughs> and uh, so jabber like flattens out and turns into a parachute and they all just gently float back down towards the ocean And as they get closer, Biff instructs them all to, uh, you know, put on their, what do they call it? Their aqua helmets. He's like, everyone, activate your aqua helmets and we're going to fall into the ocean. And it's funny because it very quickly goes from the background being like dark sky with like stars everywhere, obviously alluding that they're in space to like a millisecond later, like crashing waves over the ocean and they just like plop into the ocean (laughs) And then they're back in Hydrostan. They plop right back towards Hydrostan, coincidentally. I guess the ship went straight up and they came straight
0: down. Yeah, Yeah, wow. I guess it wasn't a windy atmosphere that day. Mm -mm. To knock them off course. Okay.
1: That's how it typically happens, you know, when a spaceship, when astronauts or whoever have to eject from the ship when they're like landing back or whatever, yeah. and they like go into the ocean, like they use a parachute yeah. and they just um, kind of crash yeah. in there. It's just a cute little dainty Mary Poppin style oh. fall right <laughs> into the ocean. Okay. Like crashing mm-hmm. waves. <laughs> and they're just Boop. like the waves. I can't I can't stress how violent the animators made this ocean look. <laughs> like <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was like, you guys just, like, plop right into that? does not aliens. They've got to be aliens. It's the only answer. Any
0: second of this episode. (laughs) Yes, aliens. So,
1: luckily, or maybe not for them, the gang, they land right on top of one of the flying saucers that's taking part in this alien invasion. Again, underneath water, though, a flying... Floating saucer, a floating swimming saucer. saucer, a sub, I don't know. Yeah.
0: And they, unidentified floating objects. Floating
1: objects. It <laughs> <So laughs> <Yeah>. works. <laughs> and they see that the aliens are like full force ahead, getting ready to attack stand. Like they're Uh-oh. sending out all of these little smaller ships to circle around the area. Uh-oh. And the gang agrees that now is the time to take their final stand and make sure that these alien creeps don't get away with their crazy plan. So, the gang sneaks into the spaceship again, but Jabber. Well, so while all of the humans will say sneak into the spaceship, Jabber's like out there hyping himself up, getting distracted, like imagining how he's about to beat the shit out of all of these. Oh aliens. yeah, he likes doing that. He the, does that. Yeah, I mean, give him a left, give one, him a right, exactly. He's yeah. doing all that, and he gets uh, separated from the gang because he's not paying attention. Yep, so the gang, yep. they're, like, already inside of the ship while he's still out there doing that. And they're sneaking around in there. And they happen to run into an alien henchman, of course. Um, and this starts a very groovy and funky chase scene, classic yeah. 70s animation with an amazing song, by the way. It's, like, it's so good. You're going to love it when you hear it. It's very yeah. – it's, yeah, it's, like, art psychedelic rock. Like, art rock yeah. slash – great psychedelic rock super cool and Jabber's just like watching them getting chased from outside the (laughs) ship he's like looking through a window like like I'm glad I'm not in there I know pretty much and the chase ends with the teens being trapped in a storage room in the alien ship oh and Domax being like okay good they're trapped for now so just like continue on with the plan like you know what to do And just as the teens are about to give hope because, like, they're looking out of the little window and seeing more and more ships going towards Hydrostan, they're like, damn, like, okay, I think this is the end. I think we might have actually so fucked set. this one up. Whoops. Just as they get there to that, like, sad mental state, they uh-huh. see a saw-like object cutting through the wall of the alien ship, of the, room, of the storage room that they're mm. in. And they quickly realize that Jabberjaw, since he was outside this whole time, he has called upon the help of a like a carpenter shark or like the sawfish oh, you know those ones with like a yeah, yeah. long like saw looking beaks Nose. noses noses yeah not a beak whatever and the shark just like cuts through the wall and it like frees his know. friends but also like lets a bunch of water into the ship i guess i, don't I know. mean
0: they don't give a shit about the ship
1: yeah, no, they don't. They're oh, like, on your let's go. Yeah, it's might as well kill it. them
0: all by flooding it. That's a great strategy. They're bugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: don't think Manti can swim. Mm. Yeah,
0: they're going to drown.
1: So once they're free from the storage room, the gang, they see that all of these alien ships have closed in on HydroStan and that it's probably too late for them to save the day. So and they're like, okay, what well, who we, we didn't sleep? We're free now. Sucks for them. Guess <laughs> we're not playing any shows on HydroStan anytime soon. But no, they pull out one last Hail Mary play in an attempt to save the day. Mm -hmm. Similarly to last week when you just couldn't quite explain Jabberjaw turning into a a screwdriver or whatever, Uh a drill. I can't quite explain here, but they use Jabberjaw. They like slingshot him through the ocean. Uh Uh-huh which also great. imagine how much power and force like that would take given how yes. high the pressure is that like that deep in the ocean and all the water yeah. to sling a great white shark uh-huh.
0: through Z- like zipping through the air I also imagine superhuman like, strength from this band imagine you're Mexicans. just like one of the holdouts still in the in the city and you're like Okay, I see the aliens coming, but we can survive. And then all of a sudden you see a great white shark whizzing through the air, jaw wide open.
1: You're like, you know what? Never mind, please take us.
0: Yeah, exactly. You have to <laughs> pick between those us. two evils.
1: Yeah, I don't know. One of, I think one definitely sounds better than the other. Yeah. So... Yes, they fly, they slingshot Jabberjaw through the ocean, and he flies all the way across towards the spaceship, and he grabs, and so, by the way, this is one of the scout ships that he is, like, slingshotted towards, not the mothership. So he grabs the scout ship with his tail, and then flings it back towards the mothership. Cool, like Frisbee? Yeah, almost, or like a uh, like, like a, a discus, like a catapult, oh, yeah. almost. Okay. Yeah, he like catapults it with his tail. And my thought is, oh, how cool! Like, the small little scout ship is gonna like slam into the space the mothership, and like they're gonna explode, and it's gonna be awesome, and like Domax is dead, and like boom, 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 cool, how awesome! <laughs> oh. Instead, the little scout ship stops like just in front of Domax's ship. And you just hear Domax like yelling over like a a sound system like, no, don't activate the force field, don't. And then you just see like a laser come out of the scout ship and like a force field appears around the mothership and the mothership just like crashes down and like turns off and stops working, (laughs) I guess. And that's the end of the episode. That's how they defeat Domax. (laughs) (laughs) and so the gang is like briefly celebrating their victory and as last week the uh town the city holds this big public you know uh memorial or not memorial um honoring award ceremony thank you for Uh. them and like Thanks Jabberjaw and the rest of the Neptunes for their brave heroism and for saving the city from the alien invaders. I think the mayor literally is like, well, and now that the alien invaders have been sent back to where they
0: came from, we can get back to the convention or something like (laughs) that. Well, you think that the convention would be like, no, invite them in. This is our dream. Let's tour this fucking ship. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right. Like, save the ship, please. Please. You see them pulling it in on like a truck. Yeah, exactly. But nope, nope. So they all applaud for Jabber now. I guess they're less scared of him. You know, they're like, okay, this is actually a good shark. Like, he's fine. He's not going to eat us. He saved the day. And the gang then, you know, starts their gig. They rock out playing yet another banger of a song, another one that I want to download and listen to over and over again. And uh, all this happens is the audience and I vibe out to the song and that's the end of the episode uh,
0: do you want to know what i think happened with the sports field situation that made no sense please someone's <laughs> gonna make sense out of it was Explain. that um yeah because you said there was like so many like little you know scout ships going out yeah they were like all right this place is clearly tougher than we need we need all hands on deck to get like mm-hmm. these scout ships out everyone has to man one yes jeff even you so he got put into <laughs> jeff's one like
1: this is the best day ever
0: yeah he's like i can do this i will be part of this invasion i've already helped so much but then when he gets like flung like beat up by Jabberjaw, and like maybe in the speaker somewhere domax is like yes jeff it's fine like suck it up jeff's had enough jeff being flung <laughs> at domax they're face-to-face in, like, the, like, uh you know, um mirrors or, like, the, the co- windows between yeah, the, like, can see you know, the cockpits. Each <laughs> and Devox is like, Jeff, no! And Jeff just looks at him because he's the one who coded the laser or the force yeah. field. And he knows that the lasers will, like, if a laser hits the force field, we'll it's like, all over. And he yeah, just looks exactly. open that button. Says, this is for Boot. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> this and is it's for Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and oh
1: that's why that's the force
0: field thing happened. And, and Jeff you know, finally I think, fucking snapped.
1: Now that you say that, I think I did hear Domax say, <laughs> Jeff, no, not the force field. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and I think that's what happened. I love Jeff, man. I love Jeff. I love me too. He should take over. I mean, apparently he's the only one who still survived. Or actually, so I guess all those scout ships already like went out, and they're still hovering over Hydrostan. But they're like, yeah. oh well, that's the ship that took out Commander Domax. So I, I guess he's our leader now. That ship is our leader now. <laughs> yeah, Lord Jeff. <laughs> it's like a, it's a very tribal way of like passing the torch. It's like pure piracy, though. Yeah, what whoever kills uh, the current
0: captain, yeah, becomes exactly, the captain. becomes the new captain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's space alien pirates. Jeff this turns is their the ship
0: and goes, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> the captain now.
1: Turns the ship, looks at it, all the other ships. Yeah,
0: yes, Jeff
1: <laughs> puts his wig back on. <laughs> yes, I am. Actually, no, he never took Jeff, it off.
0: Jeff, oh. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff,
1: Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> Could you imagine him like looking eye to eye with Domax with like the wig and the cheap makeup on? <laughs> The Make myself smeared
0: though, like <laughs> He's brain <been>, like, heart. <laughs>
1: crying <laughs> yeah,
0: from the just, stress tears. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> he sells the egg yolk on him. <laughs> this is for Jeff. This is for Jeff. This
1: is for me. My
0: year of yes. Hit yep. the button.
1: Wow. And
0: yeah. Amazing so work.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait until they do the uh, behind the music for the Neptunes and we get to see where Jeff is now.
0: Yeah, exactly. He'll be a talking head yes. like, yeah. at the end. But he's like, when he's a talking head, he's like on a gold throne of like bones of his enemies
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> wearing like a huge crown and like yeah. scepter. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they were pretty convincing. And I did hear their music at the end. And, you know, it's a real shame that the universe lost such a good band. But, yeah, they did seem pretty dysfunctional. I knew it was the end. Yeah. They could really feel the tension when they kidnapped me, you know?
1: Yeah, they really couldn't get their plan together. It started out (laughs) strong. But once we got to the police inspector's office, I just, I really looked at these kids and I thought, hmm, they're really in over their heads, aren't they?
0: (laughs) Yeah, if that ain't the truth about the music industry and fame itself, I don't know what (laughs) is.
1: (laughs) That's like how it it ends?
0: It has like the little like... Label at the bottom, like yeah, Lord Jeff, Jeff Emperor, comma, Overlord, Overlord, <laughs> yeah. 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 alien <laughs> like footage Emperor, from comma
1: Overlord, yeah.
0: from him in the police station, yeah. <laughs> of all that happening, like flashing <laughs> while he's discussing his time with them. Yes,
1: precisely. Wow, man. amazing yeah. job. Thank you. Thank you. Yet another wild ride, acid trip of an episode of this amazing yes. show, Jabberjaw. Um, wow. Grace will be up again next week with another episode. Farewell. I can't wait. I can't Farewell. wait. Farewell. But until, until then, next week, Grace, who should they tell about this podcast?
0: I think you should tell anyone you know named Jeff. <laughs> nice j-e-o-f-f yeah. or J F E F F, whatever it doesn't any matter any one
1: of them cool good good, any good. Type of
0: Jeff let them know and who else should they tell
1: um so I also think you should tell um a police inspector I suppose <laughs> I don't know if that's like a legitimate role I guess it is like a detective maybe or whoever the inspector is you know maybe Maybe look at them a little bit harder than usual. See if they're a Hoke double is, agent, actually. Focus yeah. badge. Focus sure <laughs> That I guarantee you that'll go well. And It'll be right uh, on his chest, so really hit yeah. it hard. Just, mm, punch it if you have to. So, <laughs> um, yeah, don't take our advice, but do it and no. see what happens. Yeah, uh, I'll yeah, find out. Let them know. Yeah, ask them yep. if they've got any undercover aliens working for them on
0: the Amazing. Inside. Just in yeah. case. Wow. Mm -hmm. Incredible.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans.
1: And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted.
0: And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We, we believe in you.
1: Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Mist all the abreeds, And let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing Mysteries at gmail.com.
0: Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode.
1: See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries.